we are in and we are on welcome back to episode eight episode eight of the podcast we are moving quickly if you commit to once a week it's a big thing you did this you did if you if you commit to once a week it is a big thing but you find that things go fast and you can cover quite a lot so we're excited and we're enjoying how things are playing out <laughs> today's uh, podcast episode is called only god can judge me and it's in quotation marks and we're going to find out why but first if you're watching live we'd love you to hit the thumbs up button that helps us get this out to everybody on youtube youtube is of course a big platform we want to reach people across the world with what we're saying so it's an important important message uh, we believe that the bible is truth and so yeah we want that to to be out to as many people as we can we also um oh yeah if, if you want to uh, share and subscribe and let your friends know that this is a podcast and interesting uh, concepts that we're exploring that would also be fantastic is there anything else you want to um let the people know about before we start um, no, no, just that. You're right. I'm not just feeling very well. They right, just saw so. you to know I've been a bit ill, so. Yeah, but you're still gonna. Yes. We're still gonna try and give out, mm. give our best. We thought it would be a bit of a letdown. Just down. if you see that I look a bit tired or like that, it's because I haven't. I was really bad yesterday, mm. the night, and mm. today. Yeah. Yeah, we went and got some, some tablets. Some tablets. What are they like? Medicine. Mm. Yeah. Well, I've been to the doctor. It's, it's a long story, but I'll. Very long okay. story. Not for the podcast. Won't start talking about it. But we're here. I mean, it's better two of us than it is one of us, but understandably so. I'm going to lead today. I'm going to be talking about a lot of things, but the next few podcasts with Nanny and I, we're really going to be exploring uh, the verse 13, John 13, 34, which is a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love another, one another. And so... It's a really interesting verse, but we're going to um, explore this idea of the love that Jesus demonstrated for us and how that challenges us, how that propels us um, to live a better life, um, to serve the people around us, to love one another, to love God and what that really looks like. And we're going to break it apart into some interesting topics in between the episodes we have with other people. So love is very much the center of this series. Now, Jesus' largest command, the biggest commandment was to, was to love him. But also it's really important that we reflect that love onto other people. And loving someone isn't just telling somebody everything they want to hear and allowing them to do what they want to do, is it? Um, loving someone is encouraging someone in, in what is uh, whole, valuable, true, but it's also speaking truth to someone in a loving way at the right time. And today we're going to talk about judging and judgment and judging other people. What is judgment? Well, the, uh, I'm just going to get up the dictionary definition of judgment. Thea wants to play tennis. We play tennis, Thea. That's cool. Um, we're not going to play tennis, unfortunately, but it's the, it says that the, Judgment is the ability to make considered decisions or come to sensible conclusions about one thing or another. So whilst we all judge on certain things, the type of judgment that we're going to be discussing today is on people. So should we judge 
or shouldn't we judge? You know, and exploring really what the Bible says about this. In fact, I think you'd be surprised to hear the answer because a lot of the time we hear, have you ever had someone say to you, oh, only God can judge me or you can't judge my behavior or you've seen it on social media. How do you say it in Spanish? Solo Dios puede juzgar. Yeah, mm. excellent. Yeah, and it's a big, it's a big, it's a big thing. And actually what we do sometimes is we use it to, uh, to justify some of our actions, mm. which it's not it's not ideal really especially how like the way that it should be or well, the bible leads us to be less about us and more about god and the people around us and putting mm. ourselves last the bible says about judgment whether we should judge and whether we shouldn't it actually says both well how could it how can it say both what the yes that's right the bible says to judge and also not to judge well, isn't that like the biggest contradiction ever? The biggest contradiction to tell us to do one thing and then also tell us not to do that same thing. I think it would be if it was in the same context. But the fact is, it's not doing the same. There's a place for judgment. There's very much a place for judgment. But there's also a place, another place against it and where we sh where we should learn to be judgmental and where... We shouldn't be judgmental, and it's really important. And well, that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk today. Oh, you're not feeling very well. Mm. We're going to talk um, a lot about uh, where that. We're going to explore some of these ideas, and we're going to talk about some of the stories that we've had, experiences that we've had, where we've been judged, or we've seen a, a, an, ex an experience of where not judging was um, valuable or invaluable. Mm. So the first one we're going to start on. You're going to read the first one. It's going to be that one. Mm -hmm. one. Judged by appearance. Judged by appearance. This is in the category of where not to judge. We're going to start where we shouldn't judge people. And the first one is we shouldn't judge by appearance. So, but I think it's such a natural thing to do, isn't it? Mm, How no. do you feel? Well, I've always done, I've always like, not hate, but you know what I mean, like, I've never lied when people judge in any in any way. Even if someone is judging with someone else with me, I just don't like that. I don't engage with the conversation because it's something that I avoid in all ways. I think we can try to. Like I, I'd like to think that I don't, but I think sometimes there's certain situations. Here's an example. I can walk into a fast food restaurant and I can instantly... I think sometimes we can instantly feel like the people that work at McDonald's are lesser than us because we work at McDonald's, because they work at McDonald's. And I think that's a very kind of like a natural, natural, not natural as in like, oh, I really want to think like that. But like, it's natural to go, oh, actually, you know, someone, they obviously haven't done enough with their, their career. They haven't. I don't really anymore. think that way. You don't? I don't really think that way. Yeah. No. Maybe it's just different cultures. Yes. I think the culture maybe here is mm. that way. Oh, and yeah. it's so judge, judging mm. yeah. like people about, about their money or things mm. like that. Mm. But I was told that we are all the same. So I try to stick on that. Even mm. with my friends. If I have a friend that is always talking about someone else, I don't trust that person because mm. I know that the same way that person is talking bad about someone else, mm -hmm. he's going to talk bad about me. So I don't trust I mean, people. You're right. That. You are right. And it's, uh, but you remember, like, you're a Christian. 
but there's other people that might listen to this and find themselves doing that very like a, a very natural situation in the uk i think it's different i think it's easy to go oh your like your value is determined by the car you drive that's a very natural thing and so that's part of your appearance it's part of who who you are like this oh i drive a car and you know actually people judge like 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 me financially because of the car i drive which isn't fair it isn't right you know and that's why we're, we're encouraging people not to do that you know i want to go back to the the mcdonald's analogy was just a simple one just to say like we can do that some people would find themselves doing that and i think naturally we have to kind of slap ourselves or i've found myself having to slap out of this situation sometimes because i've pride has kicked in and i've, I've kind of said oh, I'm be- i've kind of felt like i'm better than somebody else maybe you've never felt that but that's that's i'm just being being open and honest and and i think that's that's important um but once someone told me uh that or once someone said uh, it might have been someone online but you don't know the reason that someone's doing something so um for example you could be working at mcdonald's because you want to become the owner of a fast food restaurant and so you're starting with them because you can learn things from them you know or are you learning are you using it while you're qualifying to be something else and it's just a side job but we just don't know um and that's and that's going to nicely going to slide us into our second one which is but i think even hmm. it doesn't matter what the reason is we just shouldn't be judging absolutely every person every career is Hmm. like is worth it it doesn't matter what people do because without that the work couldn't work the mm. way it worked yeah you, yeah yeah but we, yeah absolutely we, we shouldn't be doing it but you'll find that like, judged by appearance as, and also as, like we also yeah. shouldn't be on social media it's so easy to judge mm. everyone oh that person just posts photos like this yeah, yeah, because yeah. this this and that or this person oh that outfit looks horrible and all of this and when we don't see is that by saying all of that, we're just poisoning our heart with all of these negative thoughts about other people instead of bringing life without mm. work, bringing life without thoughts and everything. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. And I think it's, um, yeah, the social media, social media is like the biggest, I, I think it's probably the biggest example mm. of that. You know, you look at people and the way they're living their life, the visual, and and we forget the fact that people give their very best for social media. They give their very best. It's like it's almost like seeing someone on the very first date. They've they've created themselves to look better, to give out the best answers that they can. You see a very warped version of somebody mm-hmm. from a first date from social media, and I think you just need to be aware of that. Um, that actually, we sh- just shouldn't generally be judging people via appearances and the second one actually comes nicely after the first one which is we shouldn't be judging people when we don't know the whole picture Mm. we just don't we just don't know the whole situation have you got any stories or examples of when that's been the case for you or Mm. um when that's i think i can share one if if you if you need one Mm-hmm. You're asking me or you're gonna show Yeah, me. if you if you've got one, yes. Yeah, like for example when I first came to England and I find it a bit difficult with some people because they were very rude, very moody and angry all the time at work. And I thought I 
like instantly thought well i just generalized that everyone was moody here at work and it's not that until i started talking with one of the women there and she was telling me that the husband killed himself um so she was angry with the situation and everything that was happening another one like my manager she was having a the husband that was dying from cancer so mm -hmm. different situations that sometimes someone might be rude with you but you don't know what is the life of this person yeah. I don't yeah, yeah 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 you just you just don't know do you mm. i remember once i was working i was doing it's probably about 10 years ago i was doing face-to-face -face fundraising um at a town not far from here in northamptonshire and um i i was just about to sign up this woman to i've been speaking to her for a long time and i was um just about to sign her up she was going to give money on a regular basis to this charity i was working for and a guy came up to me and he said there's a guy down there telling from that works with you that's telling people that you do something that you don't do and i know that you don't do it because i was working for a homeless charity at the time and this guy was claiming that one of my staff members was saying that this charity provide housing and they actually don't provide housing um, and it actually turns out that he was, he was on his first day and his interpretation from his training day was that we were providing homes. And this guy had personal experience of going to that charity and not getting the help he wanted. And so he was angry and even angrier to find us working out there, talking, at, at saying lies, basically. And that's, that's what happened, effectively. The guy was lying, but he wasn't meaning to. It was just something he missed out. And he was very angry and he told this woman to stay clear of us because we were, he was, we were lying. I wasn't lying, but of course the other guy was um, saying something that he thought was to be the case. And this guy, I was so angry with this guy because I was, I'd spent ages talking to this woman and convincing her to support that charity on a regular basis. And then suddenly she just, she left because she didn't want the confrontation. And I said to I, this guy had walked off a little bit and she'd gone and I said, excuse me, mate, what's, what's going on? And he, he was very angry at me and told me the situation. And then I said, oh, don't do that. Like, wait for me and I'll fully explain where we've made a mistake and the communication there, I'll fully explain that. And he said, uh, he said, like, he was angry with me and he walked away. And 10 minutes later, he came back to me and he said, I'm really sorry for, for the way I behaved then. I was really angry. I'm, I'm homeless. I've been homeless. I've been living in my car for the last three months. The only reason I've got smart trousers on now is because I'm going, I've had a job interview. I didn't get the job. It's been going through the same cycle. I went to this charity for support and they didn't give it me. So I was, I've been hurt and very angry. And in that instant, I realized that I had been so quick to judge this guy based on his actions and, and, and all of these things. And he was wrong to have a go at me in the way he did. But also I just, I, I judged him and I didn't know the whole picture and I based it on purely the actions and not, as you say, you know, your colleagues and things, there's more at play, more at hand. And so we just got to be careful that the harder we go at somebody, the further we can fall sometimes when, when we realize the finer detail. Do you want to give the third, the third one? Mm -hmm. People's, like we should not judge mm -hmm. people's salvations, mm -hmm. the story of the wit and the weak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so as Christians, 
uh, we believe in, in salvation, in being saved, in having a relationship with Jesus. Um, and so, and, and knowing where your eternity uh, ends up, <laughs> where, you, where you're going after, after you die, and being in, uh, in the presence of God when we die and going to heaven. And so we know that. We know our salvation because we take a, a decision, and the decision is, is vocal and it's in our hearts, but it's also a change of, of character and, and, and what we do as well. But we should never judge. What, we, what Nanny's saying is here, we should never judge people's salvation and whether somebody else is saved based on their actions. And we should never do that. That should never be a decision that, mm. that we make. And uh, the story of the, we- the weeds is a, is a parable that Jesus told of a, of a farmer and his servants. And his servants have noticed that the weeds are growing so high. And they're growing so high. And he, they say to the, to, the, um, to the owner of the farm, they say, should we go out and cut down the whole thing? And he says, and the, the master says, no, don't go out and cut the whole thing because there might be weeds um, in the, there might be wheat in the middle of it all. There might be value, like people, uh, there might be um, the value within, within the field and the crops within it. And actually, what the parable is about is that those people that are saved and aren't, and sometimes judging people from the outside, when we don't know that actually in the midst of it all, in, their, in the midst of it all, there are people that are saved. So there's the, the saved in this instance are the wheat, and the um, the crops uh, are those that aren't yet saved. And so if we take away the whole lot, we don't realize that in the midst of that all, there are people that are saved. So we should never judge from the outside whether people are saved or not. You want to read number four? Mm-hmm. Um, and we should not accuse others without evidence. Mm. Yeah. You do have situations like that where there's been the accusations that have been made, or you've had a belief of somebody before um, before you've known the facts. Must have done really mm. down the line somewhere. Yes, mm. like I feel like sometimes people say they even can judge the way someone preach or they even can judge yeah, the yeah, way yeah. someone oh that person doesn't know anything because he's telling this mm. without even reading the Bible or without even having evidence of what truth is. Mm-hmm. So he's just talking about something that disagree. But the same person doesn't even know what the truth is. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have an evidence of anything. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, like I feel like talking about bad about others is like a poison. Mm-hmm. And it's not just poison, like put the poison on someone else's life, but put the poison on, it, on its own. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely um, an interesting one to, to get into. And I think... We all have what's called like confirmation bias, um, and it's this situation in which we think or we want certain things to to uh, like uh, confirm what we already believe. That's the best way of saying it. And so, if we want, for example, we've got coronavirus at the at the moment. So there's a lot of people that don't believe coronavirus is even a real thing or should be around, or or you know, man-made and all of these things, and and the, the government have a secret agenda. I'm not claiming that that's not true or true, but what I'm saying is sometimes when we go looking for evidence, we will look for the evidence that already suits what we believe. And so people will search in on Google conspiracy theories and they'll help feed what they already believe based on what they find on the Internet. 
And the case is the same for vice versa. So people that don't want conspiracy theories that, that say, OK, take the vaccine. We need every vaccine and do exactly what we're told. will find evidence and go and find evidence to back up their argument for why people should get the full vaccine. And so we should never accuse anybody before the evidence for has you know has come out so we should never say oh okay i i know this person's bad just waiting for that and i think it's sad because the media the media especially within the uk they do that before people are even guilty which i think is wrong you know they'll write about them in a certain way before they even realize that it's wrong but really we shouldn't follow suit um and we should wait for people to be found guilty because the evidence has clearly been presented um, before before a jury, a jury, a jury and, a, and a judge. And so they have been able to make the decision from there and they have been found guilty of that. And that then we're in a better position to make a judgment based on that. So we should never accuse others without evidence. So we've talked about where not to judge. I think it's only good to talk about where to judge because this is the most controversial one you know as i said at the start people get tattoos and it says only god can judge me but actually we are biblically called to judge others and that might shock that might shock people that we are biblically called to judge other people and we're going to talk about two ways in which um that, that we are and when it's appropriate for us to judge other people and there might be many more that could open a can of worms and people could say we've not done a good enough job with this. But we're going to talk about two um, situations in which we feel it's right to judge other people. And where actually biblically the Bible tells us that we can judge. Do you want to read the first one? Mm -hmm. When you yourself have dealt with what that looks like in your life. When you yourself have dealt with what, what, with what that looks like in your life. Yeah, you've written that strange. Yeah. So what, what this basically means is, I used the analogy earlier with Nanny, that I have no position to judge somebody for stealing if I am actively stealing and they don't know about it. If I'm stealing behind the scenes and I'm telling somebody else who's been caught for stealing that they shouldn't steal. That is where not to judge. But where's right to judge is when we look at people's behaviour you know, that goes on in the news and we say, oh, like that's that behavior is wrong. We are judging their behavior because we don't act in that way. Do you know what I mean? As in we don't steal. So we have that in our, you know, um, like it's right for us to look at somebody else's behavior and and judge and judge other people's behavior as being wrong. You know, people shouldn't do that. And the second one is when you as a Christian see sinful behavior in the life of another another believer. So, hmm, why do I, why do I? I think it's not about, you say here, where to judge. So you're allowed to judge when you see sin in someone else. That's not what we want to say. And we just want to make that clear. We don't want to say that you're allowed to judge the sin of someone else. You're allowed to identify that that isn't correct. So because you love the person, you will tell the person in love that that action is not something good. Okay. So this is where I would say that 
that Nanny and I, and we come from completely different backgrounds, but I think the term judgment differs from where we come from, which I think is just something that I'm saying. We're not, we're not fully, um, at, you know, at that. We're not, we're growing, we're growing all the time. And that's fantastic that we're able to do that. And through, um, conversations we're able to explore what certain things for us for me on a personal basis judgment is judgment you can judge something and you can come away and you can go i really enjoyed that you judged it and you've 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 taken what you want from it but i guess you see the word judgment as being stricter and stronger mm. and but but i would say that you've just said that you can see a sinful behavior in somebody else and you you go to them lovingly we'll get on to how do we judge like how do we go about that how do we do it after this but in to me i think we agree deep down that actually judgment is judgment like but i don't think you like the word judgment and so you're careful more careful with the word judgment for that reason but in my eyes i think that we are still judging sin from another christian i think there's good judgment and there's also ways in which we shouldn't judge. So where we've talked about where we shouldn't judge, where we should judge is when actually in order to say that your sin is sin, I've judged you. So that's where like I've judged you. I've matched up your behavior according to what God has set the standard for. That's the judgment process that, that goes on. So I've judged you for that. And I'd like to tell you, and communicate to you that that behavior is not what the way that God would want us to live our lives is what we're saying. Mm. I think the real heart that we have that we both agree on is how to communicate that. It's not so much. Yeah. I mean, I'll say we, 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 we don't differ, but the word, I think the word for you, I just don't like anyone to be listening to this podcast to think, well, it's okay to judge the sins of someone else yeah. and just go and, yeah, you're a sinner, yeah, you do this yeah. and that. Because okay. that's not at all what we're saying. Mm. What we're saying is identify that if something is wrong, to identify those things and to exhort the person, mm. to help the person to change that. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. I don't... Um, yeah. Should we go to how do we judge? Uh, yeah, but but what I think what I think is clear and what's what's what I okay, this is where we stand. Let's explain it. There's a scale, and at one end, if you're listening to this, try and try and picture this the best way possible. On one end, you've got love on the right side, and then on the left side, with your left hand on the far left side, you've got truth. Both of these are important gospel principles that we should live by. Now, we do, what we shouldn't do. And what we should be aiming for is that middle ground where everything that we communicate should be in truth, left side, and in love. And we shouldn't, the goal is that we don't dip more into another. And so I love this principle because I'm constantly, I use it on a day-to-day -day basis with whatever I'm communicating, because the important thing is asking myself, did I communicate that message in truth and in love? Because I think what people and what Nanny's really got a heart for and is really expressing is that we have to get that balance. And without one, it's not, um, what's the best way to put it? Without one, it doesn't hold the same weight. 
So we can say something in truth. We can say the right things in completely the wrong way. But on the flip side, you can love somebody so much that you can allow somebody. You can be so scared to tell them the truth that you allow them to do what you what they want to do and, and it's wrong behavior or because you're scared of giving them truth. Just see what I'm saying. And so the analogy with that that I like to give sometimes is that there's a child, a toddler running out towards a main road and the dad stops the child before, you know, there's an element of I love you. So I've got to give you the truth in this situation, which is to stop you from doing what you want to do. You see that, that perfect balance. And Jesus lives in a way where he gets that perfect balance right for according to the context that he's in. Right. So some of his reactions seem extreme, but it's what the people needed. And it's what, what was written about. So what we needed effectively to be able to help us move forward in life, you know, in order to live like and a guide in order that we live our lives. And so what Nanny's basically saying is no one should take the idea of judgment to say, I've got to give people truth to, to sit so far down that left side. Bowl. Um, I shouldn't be living in a way where I can take those verses of the Bible that say, I need to give the people truth so much. So, and squeeze onto that so much so that I compromise love. And, and the, 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 the same is, is, is for love. I shouldn't squeeze onto that idea of loving people so much so that I compromise truth. And so that's the most important thing. And that leads us very nicely onto, so how do we do that? How do we live that out? How do we get um, the fine balance between truth and love? How do we do that? And... This is, uh, I'm just looking through the notes. This is the most important part of this. So you, as I say, I feel like you can know you are right, absolutely right. We see people that take up the idea of truth and run with it, and it's not right without love. And we see people with love that take this idea and run. And I think if there's any challenge we want to give to you is make sure that every time you, you do judge, from the right, the right places that we've given to do that, make sure that you don't compromise truth or love in these situations. Can you just grab them quickly? Oh, barking for all sorts. And that's, and that's really important, truth and love together. So we pointed out earlier that, that uh, what did we point out earlier? Yeah, so I found myself, I'm going to share my own experience here, but I found myself a few years ago running with these certain truths that actually other people needed to change their lives because, and this, I run with certain truths of the Bible. And I think... <laughs> <laughs> we interrupt this video to bring you a quick drinks break. Yeah, he's drinking <laughs> so much. He is. It's a great, a great, actually, a really great moment to tell you that we did uh, launch the the buy a coffee scheme for anyone that wants to um, support the podcast financially. So if you feel like that's right, 
there's an option for those people that feel it's right to do that. And, and this is sponsored <laughs> by Thea's Coffee that's been provided today by the cup, to be honest. Fact. And so the break is over. So, so I ran with these truths and I wanted to, and actually the only reason I ran with them so much was because of my own insecurity in my own heart that I felt I needed to be the person that would change it all for them. And it was only because I needed to fix, I felt like me fixing other people was fixing the brokenness in my heart. And I recognized that and it, it bothered me. And so what I try to do now is make sure that like, like, but don't get me wrong, if there's the scale, right, you've got the end of love. Remember, the right hand down the scale is love and the left hand is truth. I probably am working towards, I'm daily working towards that center point. But I probably sit naturally more towards the truth than I do the, the love aspect. So there can be situations I can say the, the, the things in a very direct way because I and, and compromise my method of, mm. of loving somebody. I'm just being open. I'm just being honest. You're probably the other, the other end. What do, what do you think? Where do you think you sit? I just like to not, I don't like the word judge or judging in general. No. So I'm not, I'm not inclined to that side, mm -hmm. but also I'm not, if someone is doing something that is not wrong, I'm not going to judge that. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to help the person realize what that the thing is doing. It's not going to bring yeah. the person any good. Yeah, that's a that, so that leads us nicely on to how do we do that? Like, how, what do you think? You've got a friend that's, that's a Christian, that's leading a life, or maybe not even a Christian, that's leading a life that's wrong. Do we, do we leave it completely? Do we yeah. let them carry on living, living how, they, how they want to live? No, I think you should do it in love. I think Jesus is the best example of how we should do things and how we should live. Mm. And the way he did things and the way that he explained some things. And yeah, even Jesus was a little bit more direct sometimes. I think there's a place for it. Yeah, but I feel like if you do it in love, mm. like, yeah. I think one of the first things I would say, if you're going to do that and you've got an issue, is make sure you're bringing the same energy to point out the golden people than if you're going to mention something negative so i want i think the goal is that we want what we're saying to be received well mm. and so if you're just if you can you know it's so typical it's so typical of of whatever you're doing to do well right i know that um let's see let's see we've got um we 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 have a friend who's in at the moment called tally hi tally you're right <laughs> and she's fantastic and she shares, if you haven't seen already, she does 60 second videos where she shares a verse and just shares some something that God shared through through her about that. And I think in my culture, if we do that, unfortunately, I'm so like much more likely to receive. Um, if, if it was me that did that, I'm more likely to receive people adjusting comments about how I can change rather than people to say, ah, oh, that was really good. That was really nice. But I want to be, and my aim, I, as I say, let's be, be very careful here. This is my aim. It's not something I get right all the time. But my aim is that if I am going to be able to say, ah, oh, like, 
this is something that could be improved with somebody I love, then I'm going to, I'm going to have complimented them and point out the gold in what they're doing at least twice as much as I point out the, the negative. And I'm, I'm, I'm talking from a place of I've had that. I've had a lot of people that have messaged me on social media and gone, oh, yeah, but what about this? And what they were nowhere when everything was fine. But as soon as something's bad, they'll message you on it. And I think I just I think I've come to a point where naturally I kind of I know who to take real advice from. It's not that I don't appreciate it, but I kind of know that some people would be out to just tell me and, and critique like I once was to critique me when when I'm wrong and I'm I'm up for that I'm all I'm always up for that but I also think there's a place in which we should be doing it so making sure that there's gold coming from you as well as um constructive criticism because constru- there is absolutely a place for constructive criticism but if there's no positive, it, it uh, sounds, and you're the person that always comes out with constructive criticism, it sounds very negative. But, yeah, let me take this opportunity to say, Tally, we absolutely love you and the work that you do with just those short, engaging videos are absolutely mm-hmm. fantastic. So please keep them, keep them going. Um, how else should we communicate the message, like, to people that we, we disagree with. When you say we do it in love, what does that practically mean? What do you mean by that? I learned um, in, a, in a book that I have about communication and how to communicate better in, every, in any relationship, in any, you know, you communicate literally every single day with a lot of different people. Mm. So it's the law of the sandwich. So it's like you say something good, so, for example, we're having an argument and I'm not happy with something that Story is saying or Story is having a behavior that I don't like. Mm-hmm. So I start by saying, if I come across and said, Story, I hate that you do this and this and this and this all the time and I'm sick of this and you're always irresponsible and all of these bad things, mm-hmm. the first thing he is going to react in a way of telling very defensive mm-hmm. because I'm attacking him. So... This law of the sandwich says that if you start by saying, uh, first of all, being calm, mm-hmm. do not talk like when someone is angry or something like that, you mm-hmm. know, or if you disagree with someone so strong in something, do not let your flesh talk mm-hmm. in your own, like, you know, like when you're angry or just trying to prove a point or something like that. Mm-hmm. So calm first and then go and approach this in this way so first of all say something positive about the person so for example i could say Stuart, thank you so much because it's always working really hard for the family thank mm-hmm. you because you are giving your best for the family i and then on that point you say the first good thing mm-hmm. second you tell your point so you said so thank you because you've been working really hard thank you because you have been giving the best for the family mm-hmm. i also want to say to you Mm-hmm. I also want to say to you is different than saying, but mm-hmm. this, 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 and that. it kind of makes everything you say yeah. not as important, doesn't it? Because if I say, but, it's like, I'm just saying you this, but the yeah, real yeah, reason yeah. of this conversation is this. Yeah. But if you say, I also want to say this, it's like you're adding to the first reaffirmation that you're giving to the person. So mm-hmm. the person feels encouraged. Mm. And because a person feels encouraged, the person will receive what you're saying with more respect. Yeah. 
and with more attention yeah. because the person knows that you're honoring them yeah. and you're not judging them, mm. but you're trying to help them. Sure. So you say, uh, I also want to say to you that uh, it would be better if you do this way, this, 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 and this, or yeah. if you don't use these words, or if you do this in a different way, mm. or I also want to say that this thing that you're doing is not according to the Bible, you know, depending on what the problem is. And then you end the conversation by saying, and to finish, I just want to say that even though things happen being good, this, this, and this, I just want to tell you that you're amazing. Mm -hmm. Or if it's someone that is, you know that is doing something wrong, for example, but even though I know that you are capable of overcoming this sin, mm -hmm. I know that God has given you a spirit of love, self-control mm. and peace so i know that you are capable that you have all these things inside of you to overcome any situation mm. so by doing this first of all you help the person to feel encouraged mm -hmm. second you say the message with love and third you finish the message saying to the person you have this thing that is not correct but i believe that you can overcome that and working if we will talk and communicate in this way we will have better relationships at work with the family with everything mm -hmm. i uh it reminds me of a situation when i used to do again i'm going to use two analogies from face-to-face -face fundraising but because we were talking about homelessness and housing people used to say oh do you know what it is it's all these um all these immigrants that come in here and they're taking our jobs and all of these things and i used to go <laughs> I, I learned a lot from this job because at the end of the day, you want them, uh, the goal of the job is to sign them up on a regular basis to work, uh, to work, <laughs> for jobs, no, to pay into uh, the, you know, to support financially the organization. Um, and so that's your goal. So you know that if you get into an argument with them where you're like, I disagree with you, you Wally, like it's not, you're not winning anybody. You're not winning anybody. Might as well just have wasted your time and walk off so what i used to do and actually still try and do this uh, again try it's difficult sometimes is is say i used to say to them so they've just ranted about me about immigration and all these immigrants coming up to our job they used to say do you know what i really like about you your passion for the things you care about because that way i'm not i'm not saying to you i absolutely totally agree with you but i like i what i do like about them is they share I always feel that sharing in like at least they're sharing at least they're they're, care, they're showing people what they're passionate about rather than walking by and going oh I don't really care that much about this they're doing one good thing in venting how they feel and from that position you can encourage them to think a different way or you can challenge them with things or send them things that might that might um, be able to change their perspective on things but you know, you're recognizing what is good, even though you might disagree with things. So you're starting from that place. And that's a good principle. It's a good principle to remember the sandwich. I also like sandwiches, so that helps. But remembering, you know, that it's a conversation, you know, remembering that point of going, it's truth and it's love. And remembering when's right to speak and being wise to knowing when's right to speak and when's not right to speak. I think that's really, really important as well. And sometimes I think what's really important 
is you're not the right person to do that. Is somebody else mm. you know might be. You know, would it be right to talk to um, a woman that's gone through domestic violence? Would that be right for me to tell her how to live her life? Probably not. Do I know people that would be better suited? Absolutely. Um, and so there's wisdom in knowing the right people, you know, that might be better suited to talking to that person. Is there anything else you want to add in there before we close? Because I think that's a good place to close, really. Mm. So we've talked about um, judgment, judging, well, that word the name doesn't like, but judging. We've talked about where to judge, when it's right to judge, and we've also talked about when it's not right to judge. Again, there will be plenty of things that we haven't thought about, but it's just a general guide to be aware that we feel like the Bible tells us there's a right place to, to judge, and a wrong place to judge, but it's being aware of when it's right to pick up and put down um, in this in these situations. But how we do it is just as important as doing it. Mm. Thank you so much for for tuning in. If you've been live uh, to today's podcast, next week it's a nanny podcast, a nanny and guests. So I am not involved which is sad for me, but fantastic for you because you'll be talking to your guests about something else, which is so exciting. I can't wait to hear all about that. Um, if you like what you've seen, please subscribe down below, uh, hit the thumbs up and give us a rating if you're on Apple Podcasts as well. Um, message us if there's anything that we can you know, talk about or that you'd like to challenge us on or you know, disagree. We're open to constructive criticism. Um, and for positive, always open for positive remarks as well. That's fantastic. Well, bless you guys. Take care. And I hope to see you and speak to you again soon. Take care. Bye-bye.